So we all know this story in some way or fashion. Mary receives word that she's going to have a child. Joseph learns from an angel to not be afraid about that. And so they do what all expected parents do. They start preparing for the birth of a child. And I imagine, because Joseph was a good sport, that he did all the things that Mary asked of him. When she wanted her feet rubbed, he went ahead and rubbed her feet. I think so, seriously. And when he asked for certain foods, he went out and graciously found a way for her to have them. But then there's a whole kink in the system, right? Just as Mary is expected to have this child, they have to go on a journey. And let me be clear, it's a really bad idea to take a nine-month pregnant woman on a camel on a long journey. Not a good idea. But they go ahead anyway, and when they get to the town, Mary turns to Joseph and she says, Joseph, where are we going to stay? Did you tell your auntie that we were coming? Joseph says, oh man, I forgot. (laughs) Well, she says, well, did you at least make reservations in an inn? And he says, no, but don't worry, honey, I got this. And so he goes and he knocks on that first door and we all know how it goes, right? There's no room. That's right. And you go to the next room and he tries again and there's, there's no room. You sung about it. We know this story. And so finally, somebody says, it's not going to be great. It's not perfect. It's not what you planned for, but come get in the stable and lay for the night. And so Mary and Joseph, after all of that great preparation for having the baby at just the right time with all the right people surrounding them, even though Mary had made all of these plans for her mom to be there and for her friends to be there to greet this new baby, here they are in a barn. And when they look around to see their family, instead of family, they see animals. Those aren't their people. They're not even people, right? And so despite all of this great planning, all of this expectation of the perfect thing, instead they end up, just the two of them, giving birth to a child in a barn. And what we learn from this is that despite all of the great planning that we might have for how Christmas will go for us, no matter how many lists that you might have made, all of the ways that you've been good, all of the hints that you drop to your spouse about what you want, the reality is, despite all the planning, you might just not end up in the perfect, most ideal setting. It might not go how you planned. But when Jesus is born... Mary holds that baby in her arms and Joseph looks down and they look down in the face of God and suddenly none of that matters. The fact that they didn't have all of their plans come to fulfillment, the fact that their best friends aren't there, none of that matters. Because when they look in the face of God, there is this light that glows from that baby. So friends, as you go out for Christmas, the reality is your plans, they may be all the best made plans, but they may not be perfect. 
Christmas might not happen the way you thought it would. But I want to invite you to stop some point during the day and just look around you. Look in the faces of the people who were with you. Maybe they aren't the people that you wanted to be with you. Maybe someone's missing or maybe you have some new people that you don't even really like. But look in their faces and see that in their face there is a light, a light of Christ that lives and glows within them. And that is what we will rejoice about. It's not about the gifts that we get or don't get. It's about the people who surround us. It's about the relationship that God gives us. And so, friends, I invite you and I encourage you to go out with all your best laid plans, and I hope they come to fulfillment. But even if they don't, pause, look around you, and see that the light of Christ is alive and in each of us this day and forevermore. Amen.